Howdy, deputy. What can I get for you today? Uh, Nothing. We all got robbed. Y'all got robbed? All of y'all? Yeah, the Wingates gang rolled in, all of them, and they all just, like, took all of our money and they took off for the hills. We won't be able to afford nothing. We can't afford weapons. We can't even afford to eat. That dang wing gang done it again, turned over the whole dang town and tossed my customers, and I'm tired of it. I guess I'll have to go do something about it. Oh, we'd be much obliged if you did. That dumb be awful kind of you, Cook. Well, it's the least I can do for my loyal customers. Well, looks like that's all the Wingate's taken care of nicely. I guess I'll head back into town and see if the folks have got anything. You missed one. Who are you, stranger? Some kind of Lone Ranger? That's Load Runner. Learn my name, boy. Well, I don't think you're going to be too much of a hassle after I took care of that rifling boy and a boomerang fella, some some fireball flinging, I don't know, somebody throwing shurikens in a machine gun. I think you won't be too much of a hassle with your pea shooter. This thing's all I need to put you six feet under, boy. Faster than you can say. Drop! Well, looks like you missed. And it looks like you're empty. So I'm just going to have to come up there and finish you a mano y mano. Oh, shucks. I've never been much of a fighter. Watch out for that first step, boy. Uh-oh. Ah! Gamer needs food badly. Let's go! in the kitchen with game connoisseur Mike King and chef Brandon Boswell and this episode we'll be serving up another tasty morsel for you all right today's we uh we got a bit of a combo plate since this is like a like two light side dishes we got so to speak we got like some grits and we got like some taters some taters taters and grits Tater I don't even t- know what grits are as a cook I think it's like the I think it's like the chopped up leftovers of like when you're cooking bacon. It's yeah. like all that crud you wouldn't serve on the plate to real people. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I always thought it was like potatoes and shit just mixed all together with like leftover stuff, which is yeah, pretty much the same. It's all like the greasy clumped up shit that's in the pan. Mm-mm, that's grits. what I imagine anyway. Get some grits and some old oatmeal. If our like two listeners in Arkansas know what grits are, just leave a comment in the Facebook page and let our, us know. our two listeners in Arkansas who collectively between them have two teeth. <laughs> Please let us know. We want your opinion. And we're currently looking for new listeners in Arkansas. Yes, we would like to get our teeth collection up to four teeth at least. That would be fantastic. Maybe by next year we'll work up to a full jaw. <laughs> and then we can start serving our Arkansas guests. That'll be perfect. We won't have to blend their food anymore. So the first... Uh, first game we're covering, uh, Load Runner? Yep. 
Load runner. So, Load runner, <laughs> the coyotes after you. <laughs> Load runner, if he catches you, you turn. Oh god, it's terrible that I know what that is. <laughs> oh, wonderful. But yeah, so Load Runner, brought to us by the fantastic publishing firm of Broderbound. Broderbound? You want to back me up? Broderbund. Broderbund. Broderbound. I was going to wait until you say Earthbound. Earth, Earthbound, yeah. Or Borderlands. Yeah, Borderlands is what I'm trying not to say. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was published first in 1983, and uh, it came out on just about every goddamn platform that was ever a thing, but the original versions included the... Apple II, Atari 8-bit family, Commodore 64, Vic two, uh, the Vic 20, and the PC booter. Uh, I want a PC booter. <laughs> there's even one that, that's in fucking Cyrillic. Yeah, oh my god, what we, is that? We got like a Russian 82-8M, which means it's probably... <laughs> Sounds came... like a fucking bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> Here in Russia, video game shoots you in face. <laughs> <laughs> they have it's, like, a, it's a Bulgarian, it's the first Bulgarian-made personal computer. Oh, boy. The Imco 1 was a prototype of the Pravets computers that were developed by Ivan Vasilyev Marganazov. Also known as the main villain in Call of Duty 2. <laughs> and he was often accused of cloning the Apple II. Well, come on, it's Russia in the 80s. Of course they're going to copy and yeah, steal shit. Yeah, you got Russia in the 80s cloning tech. You got Hitler in the, in the 40s cloning people. It's just the whole... That's how the world turns, man. Yeah, he cloned you so he could kill more. Is that... I figured he would be cloning more of the Reich? Like the purebloods? Priorities, man. Priorities. That doesn't... Okay. If he if he wanted to okay. kill if he was if he was concerned about the lives of German citizens he would have just killed all the Jews in his border Look, he left to kill Jews in other people's. I'm countries. not gonna be a Hitler sympathist on this podcast, but maybe. Somebody ought to, and just I'm just gonna say I don't think maybe Hitler, maybe this is just me. I don't know. This is documented. I've never fucking looked it up, but it's possible that Hitler wasn't so into killing people as he was into purifying his own intentions, and thus the killing was just a shitty side effect. I'm not saying Hitler didn't like murder. I'm just saying maybe he'd have thought of a better way if he could have. Given how selfish and awful people were, if he just stuck to killing people in his own country. They would have. They wouldn't have batted an eye. They would have been like, "Well, that's six million problems we're not gonna have." That's exactly the thing. And I mean, like, if he hadn't stepped out of his borders, he might have been fine. But he <laughs> did, like a dickhead. But anyway, so other platforms that this fantastic game was released on <laughs> uh, include the Sega Genesis uh, One Thousand, which I don't know what the fuck that is. That's the original Sega. Oh, it was just called the like Sega Genesis One Thousand. Yep. It looks like it's Stargate One Thousand. <laughs> that's what I'm seeing. Uh, the Atari ST. The Z, ZX Spectrum, MSX, PC Engine, XBLA, Windows, iPod, Macintosh, Virtual Console, PlayStation Network, B, 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 BBC Micro. B, B. Oh my god. <laughs> this is ridiculous. PlayStation, a British, NES, a British, SNES. It was released Amster on a British Shram, news, it was released CPC, on a British news channel. Game Boy. <laughs> Fuck, they just kept spitting out copies of this. I think it's great. The, re- the release dates literally range from 1983 up to 2009, with almost every year being hit on a regular basis. Yeah, so, so uh, what the hell is the game? Yeah. 
Because <laughs> as far as story goes, there's literally nothing. You just start the game and you are in the game and there's nothing else. You know that you are one player or two players. Yep, there's which no, we didn't even do. Yeah, there's no subtext. There's no It's just mo- a menu, motivation. A, mo- a menu to start the game and you're, begin dying. It's dig dug. You're digging holes. And your jo- your job is to lure the enemies into the holes without falling into the hole yourself because, despite being the master of making holes, you cannot get out of them yeah. just like your enemies. That's it's so that, fucked. It's up. a level playing field. Basically, uh, <clears throat> as a kid, I played this game a lot. It was one of the games that I got working in my NES. My my very limited tech heavy seven year old self. Um, I finally got it to work and it was great and I loved it and I played the hell out of it. But for me, the only uh, story that you actually get out of it is by looking at the cover art, which is some young strapping lad with a satchel over his shoulder, falling bricks of gold coming out of it. Well, seemingly like robots try to pot him from the pits that he's created with his sweet little space gun. And he's like going across monkey bar style on these ladders and shit. <laughs> Looks fucking sick. So I just got so into it as a kid. Like I imagined every possibility from this one picture. And if you look at it, it looks like a classic like '80s movie style poster almost. Like that, that could be Star Wars esque if they had like a TV show. If we were talking about like Young Han Solo. Yes. Yeah, this is him in his smuggling days. Like he's got his blaster, he's got his bag full of fucking treasure. And so the idea is he hasn't, robots, met, he hasn't met Chewie yet. Yeah, he hasn't met Chewie yet. So also, so the, the idea here is that these robots they've got some treasure, and you're in there as Load Runner. That's your actual name. And you're stealing their treasure to escape. Once you've gotten all the treasure, the door opens. For some reason, I don't know. Maybe they were thinking, like, if we put all our treasure in a room with an exit that only lets you leave once you have all of our treasure, nobody will ever get out with our treasure and we can just kill them, but then you're the only guy who manages to do it. I don't know. Maybe you're just the perfect solution to the most fucked up problem. I don't <laughs> I don't understand, but, like, once you have all the gold, the ladder completes, and then you can finish the level, and you just fuck right off. So first we talk about Hitler, then we talk about the perfect solution. Yeah, the, the perfect fu- solution. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so and, and you're stealing gold. And you're stealing I mean, gold. This is fucking Nazi gold. It's got to be Nazi gold. Like, we, we talked about this off air a little bit. It has to be Nazi gold. Nothing shines like that. Maybe load is, like, uh, an abbreviation of Lowenstein. So he's getting his family's treasure back from yep. the Nazis yep, that's that stole them. That's a two like a hundred years ago. <coughs> this is in like the future of like 2042. Yeah, avenging his great 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 grandparents' fortune being stolen by the crowds. <laughs> stolen by the crowds. He's and then finally found by robots. He's finally found the bunker that was protected by Nazi cyborgs. Yep, that's it. Um, so basically, this was a. It was also it was basically a prototype of of a game anyway. And it started out, and it was called Kong, which is dumb. What? Yeah. And it was written for the the Prime Computer 550 Mini Computer, which is just the longest name for something that's called a fucking mini computer. I don't understand. Eventually, it was ported to Vax. Mini Computer, mega name. Yeah. Eventually, it was ported to Vax, and then the game was programmed in... Fortran, which I don't know what that is. <laughs> used... Before the internet came along, that was where people put all the disgusting pornography and yeah. disturbing images. And then it was used... Uh... Sorry, I just had a small stroke. So, yeah, it was just it was just part so, of the backs. And... It's about a guy climbing ladders, so they called it Kong. Yeah, I guess. I don't understand why it was called Kong. It doesn't say here. But over the first... Over one weekend in 1982, Smith, the creator Smith was able to build the crude playable version and and in 
6,502 assembly languages on the Apple II Plus, which I don't know what the fuck. And he called the game Miner, like as in to mine. <laughs> At yeah. the end, of the, the through the end of the year, he <laughs> would find the. You're version. an underage kid constantly trying to get grownups outside the <laughs> outside the shop to buy you cigarettes. Exactly. <laughs> um, but through the, through to the end of the year, he refined the version, which was black and white with no joystick support. He submitted a rough version to. <laughs> you play it telepathically. Yeah, I, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he just like free runs like left and right. You just got to dig holes and try not to fall into them. Maybe I don't know. But he submitted it to Burger Bond in 1982, and then they spruced it up and said thank you. Unfortunately, it does not fit with our product line. <laughs> so he borrowed the money to purchase a color monitor, a joystick, and continue to improve the game himself. Around Christmas in, in 1982, he submitted the game, now renamed Load Runner, to four publishers, and quickly received offers from all four, Sierra, Sirius, Synergist, and Borderbound. He took a deal with Borderbound. Minor Broderbund, which, Broderbund. which I just looked up, is not an actual word in any language. Oh, neat. I really oh. thought it meant, like, fuck you, <laughs> like Microsoft or something. I assume. No, it is a loose translation of Band of Brothers, which is a mixture of Danish, German, and Swedish all in one word. And the O with a slash through it was used as a play on the Norwegian-Danish letter, O with a slash through it. <laughs> but is mainly referencing the slash zero, which is found in mainframes, terminals, and early personal computers. And the three crowns above the logo are the lesser national coat of arms of Sweden. Okay. I believe that. So, at some point after uh, Miner had a very simple version, they gave Smith $10,000 in advance to develop an inter-square animation, whatever the fuck that is. To provide 150 levels of play, which Mike knows what the 150th level is like. I never got that far, but uh, neither did he, technically. <laughs> and in a 2010 interview, game designer John Romero claimed that Smith added the level editing function at the request of neighborhood kids he had testing the game. And uh, a ton of the levels uh that they designed a ton of the levels that the children designed themselves ended up in the final game and it would become the first video game that included a level editor which fucking blew my mind when i was like seven i was just fucking around with it and i was like oh my god i can make my own levels in a video game i'm a professional i'm yeah. doing this now i'm i'm it i tried to get my grandparents to play the levels and they, they had no idea how to yeah, how to even? I gotta give that. I gotta give them credit for that. Simply the ambition of like, hey, you know what? We got fifty levels. We got all this extra room on the uh, chip since we don't have any scrolling, or any uh, any major, any major real estate taking up all of our remaining hard drive space. Why don't we let the uh, people create their own? But the question is like, would you be able, like? How would you be able to save it? Uh, I think that they were doing it on floppy drives because or uh, floppy. Uh... But on the Nintendo. Well, they were submitting them that way. I don't know what the fuck you did with them after that. Yeah, you make them, play them once, but then you want to play that level again. You, it looks like you're going to have to make it from scratch every time. Oh, you mean to transfer them from Nintendo to Nintendo. I don't know how the fuck that works. I well, think no, they, like just saving them on the on the uh, Nintendo. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I never thought of that. Huh. My seven-year-old mind was just so fascinated with making them. You never thought about playing them again. I, I never did. That is interesting. <laughs> that is a very good snapshot of my entire life. 
I did not think past succeeding. I just wanted to succeed. <laughs> and then I didn't know what the fuck to do with myself. Another... We try to learn more. We try to learn about the games, but end up learning more about ourselves. Yep, that's the truth. Exactly. And as it turns out, there's a uh, there's a bit of a pedigree. Because yeah. the uh, one of the enemies looks a little familiar. Yeah, and uh, me and Mike kind of noticed this. I mentioned it when we were playing. Uh, I thought growing up that these guys looked a whole ton like Bomberman, the enemies that you're fighting as Load Runner. But we did a little bit of research on the Bomberman Wikipedia page. It says not only the fact that Bomberman. Um, has a great epic uh, censored version, but the fact that the enemies can be fe- are featured all throughout the Load Runner series. Um, so Mike and I thought, isn't it fucked up that as a Bomberman you're competing against other Bombermen and like potentially slaughtering friends of yours as you like rise to the top and whatever earnings you get from that, some prick with a sand gun comes by and tries <laughs> to take it. And if you're lucky, he just takes your gold. And if you're unlucky, he's gonna suffocate you. You're going to get buried alive. He's going to murder you just for the gold that you won off, like, some dude that you already blew up. And you worked hard for that, and he just comes by and takes it. It's not even a peaceful death, either. Yeah, so he must, like, be, like, that must be the Bomberman bunkers that he's, like, infiltrating. And then, like, the Bomberman, like, like, No Man's Land is where you actually compete in the Bomberman games. (laughs) So he's just, like, busting into the bunkers after, like, going through, like, a war zone. And just like raiding all the Nazi gold that's in there, you know. <laughs> so, like... the, so the Bombermen are the Nazis. So do you think that like the bomber, the hero Bomberman that came out on the Super NES might be like a Mengele or a Goebbels or maybe even Hitler himself before he switched careers as a police officer? <laughs> I was thinking like maybe not necessarily the Bombermen are. I mean, they are maybe Nazis, but I was thinking like maybe those are the people who are in charge of like. Either the ovens or making the bombs or something, or the, like, like or in for, the army, foreign, foreign contractors, like just, you know, they're just following orders. They didn't steal the gold. They're just guarding. They're just being like the guys, yeah, freaking constructed the Death Star. That's possible. But I was thinking like the guys who like built the bombs for the wars, and then they gotta like they're the bomb technicians, and then when they like at the end of the night, they all go back to the same bunker, and then for some reason some shit goes down. And they all have to fight each other, and they just got bombs. Oh, so they're like Werner von Braun. Sure. I don't know what that means. He's the guy that uh, developed V2 rockets for the yes. Nazis. Yes. Yes. Then he was pinched by the American scientists to yeah. help make... And they just snatched him up and they put him in a bunker. Hey, you know all that evil then... shit You know all that evil shit you did during World War II and all the fatalities? Can you do that but for our side? Can you do that for us, though? <laughs> and then we're going to put you in a bunker and if some prick comes by with a gun, don't let him steal your gold. Yeah. So, I think that's pretty awesome. Now... Bomberman himself, as a side note, had a, uh, a censored version for the ZX Spectrum in Europe. What was that called? <laughs> it's got the fantastic title of Eric and the Floaters. <laughs> and there's no further explanation of that. That's just all that it says. And, and, like, what the fuck? So Europe, I... <laughs> you're the best. Thumbs up to you. Shout out to our Australian viewers, all, like, three of you I think we got. Um, tell your friends. Tell tell all your friends. Tell Sans Pants Radio that we love them. Tell them that <laughs> I'm I'm serious. And tell tell Nick and Mason that they're sick. We're just doing shoutouts in this like you know segment right here. Hey, if it gets them to talk to us, then yeah. shit. Even if it's just those two Mr. guys, Mr. Sunday Movies, those two guys with a freaking audience. Just those two guys. Oh my god, I'd be amazed if it was Mr. Sunday listening to our podcast about gibberish. <laughs> oh my god, that would be so fantastic. I was telling Mike that I want to be them. It's true. So apparently the floaters, I guess, are the uh, balloons that you fight in uh, Bomberman. 
Is there balloons in Bomberman? I don't remember that. Uh, we're looking at these things right here. I thought those would be bombs that hadn't exploded, but I, I don't really understand. They happen to be shaped like teardrops instead of circles. Yeah, they got faces too, man. I don't get it. I, I'm not the, the living balloons. I don't get it. Yeah, fine. I, I mean, cool. But like, <laughs> I, I thought you were always fighting other Bomberman when you played this. I guess that's multiplayer, right? So well, like, Bomberman solo. looks like a person with limbs. These are just faces. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand what the fuck these things are. I thought you were fighting Bomberman. Where are the Bomberman? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck these balloons are. Maybe it's like I don't know. Maybe the bomber. I, I think just died. we may have, we might have to play this game in the near future to uh, get the answers, the burning answers to your, to your questions. Maybe. Doors leading further than a maze. Rooms are found under rocks, which bomberman must destroy bombs. These items, prove bomberman's whatever fire abilities. She escapes. Nothing about fucking balloons. I'm thinking instead of Gunsmoke, we should have played Bomberman instead because it would have been the same family. And it's basically like the same level. Like you oh, that would have been super cool if we had that fourth And there's 50 off. levels. Yeah, wow. Gee, if only we did a modicum of research before diving face first into something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now we can do Bomberman and something else completely unrelated. Maybe we'll find a different <laughs> tangent to go off on, on that. We'll do another, another double feature, maybe. Yep. <laughs> so apparently John Romero said that this game would make you its bitch. Yeah. And... Uh, like, I did beat it, looking for some credit scenes, some anything. We wanted to see if there's any sort of a story involved, and there really and, definitely is. And there, there is. It's called Level 1 Again. Yeah, Level 1 Again. It's called Groundhog Day. <laughs> you just got fucked. Go back to stealing stuff again. I also love how the original game has got the blue bricks that look very reminiscent to the... Uh, OG Mario levels. Yep, castle levels in uh, Super Mario 2. Yeah. Super Mario. It's really cool. It's it's very like identical. It, it makes me feel like if I was playing Mario and then I started like dissolving bricks, I'd be like, what? Yep. So, oh, it says here, fruits and vegetables randomly appear, which made me grab for points. Oh. Oh. We fucked that up. We could have done oh. a skit. Oh, oh no, we had to do our really good skit instead of this skit oh. that we could have done. Well. Oh no. You're welcome, viewers. Because you got to hear us with our sweet accents. So they threw in vegetables, which basically was Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah, it was they, weird because when we were thought, playing together We'll have here. a level that repeats itself constantly like Pac-Man. Yeah. So why don't we just rip off Pac-Man and throw in random fruits that mean nothing. For our listeners, if anybody hasn't figured it out yet, we try to find a, a, a food variety from each game to which I, the chef, will die trying to, re- to achieve for the customer... And in this case, we couldn't think of anything from either game. I, I thoroughly searched through Gunsmoke, Gun.Smoke, and uh, couldn't find any fruits, vegetables, cows. There wasn't steaks. There wasn't nothing. There was a bullhead. And the whole time, we're sitting here like jackasses. We actually played this game side by side as a joke at first and then kept playing. And both of us randomly got fruit. And you, you, Mike asked me, he said, what the fuck's this fruit? I'm like, honestly, I don't know. I remember seeing it as a kid vaguely. But I never understood why it was there. It's obviously just a bonus thing. Fuck it. Yeah, and uh, after playing the first two levels, I was about to put the game away when my fingers slipped and somehow You found a level selector. I entered in a stage select code. Yeah, stage select or whatever it is. And so we decided that we were going to try and... I told Mike that we could only do this this, this podcast if he could beat that level. And he did. (laughs) And he made me quite proud. Ah. Except then there was no fucking stupid story. So. There's no payoff, no credit scenes, so we not even a fucking upset. screenshot of like fireworks or anything. Just 
you know, I, I, after playing this game, I'm kind of missing Zombie Nation. <laughs> yeah, because it, it's so bright and at colorful. At least when that game, that game had a fucking ending. You worked for it. Yeah. But damn, they paid it off. They're just like, fire, fighter jets, a boy playing with his dog, an old couple watching a sunset by a lake. America, fuck yeah. Yeah. I mean, it didn't make much sense, but you got it, and that's what it counted. Oh, but it was I mean, flashy. It, it, it was not getting broke like with the story in music. Anyway. Throwing in like uh, Ozake, throwing in like some Star Spangled Banner while flashing yeah. the American, the stars and stripes in an epileptic, patriotic seizure. <laughs> That's right. So if anybody's interested in that episode, they can check our inaugural episode. No, that no, was no Bush. Yeah. Our fourth episode. Our fourth episode. That's correct. Um, but on to quickly back to Load Runner. Um, it got me, the me. game of the year in 1984. <laughs> Um, which PC... pr- which proves why Nintendo had to come out in 1985. <laughs> yeah, because PC... this was seriously one of the best games. It was made just it was just the big valley for. And Nintendo's like, we can do that. It, it it was the sapling in a desert. Yeah. So by definition, it was the tallest tree there. Yeah. <laughs> it was just the best damn thing on the block. So in um because it the was same a, year because it was a horribly empty block. <laughs> in the same year, PC Magazine. Gave it a 16.25 out of a possible 18 points, which if you ask me is splitting too many fucking virtual hairs. Mm-hmm. It's a 16, it's it's an 8-bit game. You can't rate you, it. Wait, wait, wait. A Nintendo is an 8-bit game. Are you gonna are you gonna put this on the same level as like an 8? This like, is this is 8-bit, right? It's definitely. Did, did they even count the bits? I don't know. But fuck, you can't split it into 18 points. This Suck game, a dick, that's too th- many fucking points. This game was released on a Soviet missile, okay? So. <laughs> Would you like to play a war game? <laughs> um, so eventually. He's, it's just like a demented jigsaw clown, but he's got like a, a hammer on one cheek and a sickle, and a sickle on, the on the other. And a big floppy hat. Hello, friend. Would you like to play a game? <laughs> A liar foe, you choose. Instead of self-mutilation, all you have to do is embrace the superiority of Marxism and you may leave. (laughs) Join the socialist regime. The only thing you need to amputate is your capitalist ways. (laughs) Give up your freedoms and join our country. So this game got, like, as a series, it fucking got lit up. Like I was saying earlier about all the different uh, ports. That's not even the case. There's ports, there's... New ones, so we got Load Runner, Champion Load Runner, another Load Runner, Load Runner, the the what is that? The Bangeli Strikes Back? The Bungling Strikes the Back. The Bungling Strikes Back, Load Runner 2, Load Runner, the Golden Labyrinth. Jump in here if you want. Load Runner. No Fukatsu. <laughs> yeah. Load Runner Rescue, Load Runner. That's Load not Runner Taikoku Karano Dashutsu. Load Runner the board game, which is literally a board game. It's a fucking board game. What do you do? Like stab holes in the board? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh no, your piece fell through the table. Uh, load run, uh, super load runner, super load runner two, hyper road runner. Oh fuck, hyper load runner. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta cut in on a couple of these. I'm gonna keep. Oh no, man, I fuck, I put that earworm in your fucking head. Now you're just thinking road runner. Road runner, load runner, load runner, the lost labyrinth, battle load runner. Load Runner: The Legend Returns, Load Runner Twin, Load Runner Online, Mad Monk's Revenge, Load Runner, just regular Load Runner, Load Runner Extra, Load Runner Two again, Load Runner 3D, Load Power Load Runner, Load Runner The Dig Fight, Load Runner The Dig Fight Version B, Load Runner. What up, my digger? <laughs> Load Runner Wonder Swan, Load Runner Domo Domo Daniel Yabo. 
Load Runner Game Boy Advance, Cubic Load Runner, <laughs> Load Runner Mobile, Load Runner Hudson's Best Collection Volume Two, Load Runner DS, Load Runner Deluxe, Load Runner iPad, Champion Load Runner again, Load Runner X. That's why that's ten <laughs> years too late. Well, you have to walk around collecting upgrades and. Load Runner Classic. No, I'm just like thinking of Mega Man X. Yeah. The, the better game with an X in it. The better game with an X. Yeah, so eventually they rounded it all off in 2012 and finally gave the fuck up with Load Runner Classic. Uh, Which I guess we could just play that instead of playing on an emulator. Oh, Jesus so. Christ. So that's the extensive series history of Load Runner. What do you think? You ready to switch over? Uh, well, we got to talk about what we think of the game. Oh yeah, what did you think of the game? I didn't like it. I thought it was it, fucking great. It, it was me for decades. It was boring. Like it reminded me too much of the Atari games, like way too simple. But you know that was just me. Like you, you walk around, you dig. I I was frustrated by like trying to dig a hole and then it would stop. Yeah. And back up a bit. I'm like, no, no, no. I didn't. I, I didn't tell you to stop digging. Yeah, that's. When I, I was holding back so that you would move back as soon as you stopped digging, so that the guy yeah. will walk into the hole and fall into it. And it yeah. was just frustrating. I honestly, I love the game. I I also had an Atari when I was a wee pup, like way way back. We had it running off two nine volt batteries, <laughs> and it's hilarious. But uh, yeah, I used to just put cartridges in blind and just try and play whatever random gibberish showed up on the screen. So for this to actually be oh. a functioning game. At some point in my life, I was fucking thankful. You know what I mean? Oh, with my Atari 2600, I loved games like Solar Fox, Yars Revenge. See, I don't even know the names of the games I was putting in, because all my uh, cartridges had, like, ripped <laughs> ripped pictures and shit. So I just, like, yeah. put them in, and if it wasn't Pong, then I was like, neat. I used to get my games from, Does like, the work? Ottawa neighborhood, St. Vincent de Paul, like, just uh, hand-me-down shops. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I never... I always had the bin of games. That was just both of, both of those times in my life I had the console and like a tote yeah, it was just like a, a little cart a little box <coughs> a little bag full of uh, boxes with names in them I didn't get it but plugged it in and yep. some of those games were alright yeah that's how I did it I mean I learned Frogger I learned Donkey Kong those were my favorites but yeah so and do you think you're gonna get some more of this I mean there's fucking 700 different <laughs> fucking versions you are, can we, try. are we coming back for seconds yeah I'm probably gonna play Loader Labyrinth I'm not gonna lie are you sure you're not going to play Load Runner 2, Load Runner 3D, The Mad Monk's Revenge? Oh, that one Load, sounds good. Load Runner Twin. I do kind of want to see yeah, Load <laughs> Runner Twin. What about Hyper Load Runner? I mean, it's Hyper. All of these literally just with the flash words in front of them make me want to play them, but I'm going to be so mad when they're all the exact same game. And then you and then Wonder I, Slam, Wonder Swan. And when you get a big when you get a big boy computer yeah. instead of your little tablet, <laughs> my little then, tablet, I can finally start doing Cubic Load Runner. Then you can play Cubic Load Runner for the GameCube. Not to be confused with Pubic Load Runner. <laughs> pubic Load Runner is is a job that you do when you hate yourself. <laughs> the pubic and your family. The, the, pu- the Pubic Load Runner is what they used to call it before they gave it the more flattering name Cream Pie. No, the the, the 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 pubic load runner is what they call it when you're in that stage when he's just come in your mouth and you haven't decided to spit or swallow and you just decide to sprint to the bathroom. No, when you when she thinks she can swallow, and then she finds out, no, no, this is the opposite of swallowing. I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta friggin' go. Get out of my way. Yeah. All right. So moving on, we got gun dot smoke.
which I refuse to refer to as anything other than that, because for some fucked up reason, in all of the ad campaigns and all Nintendo powers and in all of the wikis, the and cover, all of the, and on the cover it says "gun dot smoke." There's no space. It's it's a period, but it's in the middle of the fucking yep. word. No gun dot com. No, it's just it's just fucking there. But yeah, why don't you take some of this? Because I've been yakking real hard. Uh, well. It's, uh, we've talked about it before. We've seen mentions of it in uh, the Playing With Power podcast. To be honest, this this issue, or the, that episode of Playing With Power, I showed that to so many of my friends back home that they got tired of listening to me yell about gun dot smoke. Hopefully they didn't get tired of listening to the podcast. Yeah, I don't know about that, if I even got them hooked, but at some point, I'll, I'll convince them. Yeah, They'll so after seeing so many... I'll hold my breath. <laughs> uh, after seeing so many pictures of it, we had no idea what the game actually was or played like. Yep. We just see a guy, like, we see, like, there's shops. For some reason, you can buy a smart bomb in the 1800s. Smart bomb. Give me one of them smart... I never actually got them to work, either. And it's funny, because I remember listening in the episode that you guys... Like, to be honest, I heard the podcast, and that was after talking to you a little bit on Facebook... And then I started trying to find emulators for my old cell phone so I could try to play along with what you guys were playing. Or, like, with what you guys were talking about and stuff. So yeah. I tried to find Gunsmoke, and I found a tutorial or a walkthrough of it, so I knew what I was, like, looking at. But, yeah, they, they give you smart bombs, and you asked uh, John if he, because he played it at one point, and you asked if he ever knew how to use the smart bombs, and he said that he wasn't sure. And uh, I don't know how to use them either. Like, it, it doesn't explain it. You can, you can buy them, and you can spend your fucking money on them, and they show up in your inventory, but I have no idea how to use them. I never had to because on my beautiful emulator, I had turbo. So my basic, oh, yeah. My ba- I had turbo, my, too. My so. basic gun was the hand of God. Yeah. Yeah, your basic gun when you have turbo is the machine gun. That's literally the only <laughs> difference. It even says it in the in the Wikipedia. Like, the machine gun is just the, is, is the revolver, but fast. Yeah, so... The, uh, how it plays is it's an overhead scrolling shooter if you've played 1942 mm-hmm. or any of those overhead. Or Commando. Yeah, just uh, just one of those games where you just you fly around, it's you basically... collect power-ups, you shoot, and you try not to get shot because everyone else can take a hit or two or three. You yeah. can only take one. And, and it's interesting because this game almost seems like it would have been better off as a a fucking zap gun game or a flash gun game whatever the fuck they're called if it was a f- if it was a first person instead of an overhead no they, they could do it overhead game. and just still have it the way it is like mm. it was I like the idea way. if you were like going through town and like these guys would come up from the windows come up from behind rocks and you'd be like bang 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 yeah yeah that's fine but I'm saying like as it is if they made it a flashing gun game they could have although, cashed in on it although the machine gun would have given you epilepsy Yes. Even if you don't have it, yeah. you would have caught it from yeah. this. Yeah, exactly. Just like Actually, the, just like that just like that Porygon episode from Pokemon. Yeah, oh man. It would give it to you even if you don't have it. Yeah. But anyway, what I was gonna say is if it had the flash gun, it seems like it would play smoother. But because the controls are A shoot right and B shoot They're diagonal left, shots. What the fuck are It doesn't like, make any fucking sense. Any shooter that you play, what do you do? You, you shoot, shoot straight ahead. ahead. Yeah, so if you push both the buttons at the same time, it actually shoots straight ahead. I don't know if you knew that or not. 
Yeah, because I had the turbos too, Mr. Fancy Pants, with your fucking turbos, and you think you're so great. I had the machine gun all the time also, and if you push both the buttons, he just shoots straight ahead, like two streams of bullets, and I would just, like, literally strife left and right and just murder everything. I had to shoot everything at an angle. Yeah, you thought you were some I hot shit, I didn't the whole shoot. game, like, bang, no, bang, no. bang, bang. Yeah, it is kind of fun to do that. Like, I was doing that later when I was, like, showing off and stuff, and I would just use my, like, I, I mapped out turbo buttons and... It's like, I'm only going to shoot you with one eye each. Yeah, yeah, just popping off, like, one quick shot, pop, 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 sniping them. There's these guys who are called stabbers. They're literally, that's their, their enemy description, is stabbers. <laughs> yeah, they're just these guys in blue. They come out of nowhere. I discovered them when I was on a horse. Which, yeah. as it turns out, is just a shield. It doesn't make yeah, you go faster. Yeah, it doesn't make you go faster. It doesn't mean you can jump over. I thought I could jump over, like, small obstacles with it. I kept dying. <laughs> like, I couldn't figure <laughs> out why my horse was dying so fast after hitting, like, a bale of hay. Because he's absorbing collapsing. bullets. Yeah. Well, he's just absorbing your bullets, too. And that's another thing. Is I had, like... I don't know. I just had a hard time with the horse. I just stopped buying it immediately. I was like, fuck you, horse. So, uh... At, cer- at certain points, you can actually find horses, though. I think it's a score. You can buy a horse. No, you can buy a horse when you walk across the people that you can... Whatever. But I think there's also something to do with, uh... When you get a certain score level, a horse will spawn, and you can walk right onto it. Hmm. I had it happen to me, like, twice. And I was so, like, fuck off, horse, because I kept... It, I was always, like, trolling near the top of the screen, and then the horse would spawn, and I'd basically be on it immediately, and I'm like, oh, damn it, fucking horse. <laughs> and, I'm like, sure, it takes, like, the extra bullets, but then I would just walk straight towards the first enemy I, sh- I saw, and then let him kill the horse before I'd killed him. <laughs> that was my plan every time. Stupid dumb horse. Yeah, so this game came out in 1985. It was one of the first games for the Nintendo, which, you know, if you want to introduce what the system can do, this is a pretty, it's a pretty good near-launch title. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, yeah. designed by Yoshiki Yokomoto, which uh, which is funny because it ca- focuses on a character named Billy Bob, who uh, I'm pretty sure Yoshiki couldn't say that. Billy Bob, Billy Bobu, Billy So he's a bounty hunter who's after vicious criminals of the Wild West. Despite its name and theme, it has no connection to the TV Western series Gunsmoke, which is probably why they put the dot there, simply because they didn't want to be sued. Well, so that dot. Can we get a quick Wikipedia check to see when when the show came out? Oh, the show came out in the sixties. Oh. Or the seventies. Oh. Okay. Well, then, yeah. Fuck it. That sounds rational. Fine, Mike. I'll defend one of the worst humans ever in existence in this podcast, and you can defend some dickhead behind a desk. <laughs> I didn't want to show or his game to get mistaken for a good show. Funny enough, Gunsmoke was a West was a radio series from fifty two to sixty one. No shit. And there's the, any podcasters out there who are still doing <laughs> Western radio series? Because I'd get into that. The TV series ran for twenty seasons from nineteen fifty five to nineteen seventy five. For a TV show back then to last twenty friggin' years. Twenty seasons. Twenty seasons. 20 years, 55 to 75, the last oh, of yeah, 635 true. episodes. Fuck this was the off. Simpsons of its day. Yeah. Gunsmoke. Uh, I wonder how many actors like died of dysentery during the filming of that. And they had to just <laughs> replace with another generic white guy or something. <laughs> yeah, so this, uh, this came out for numerous systems. The MSX, the PlayStation, and Saga, the Sega Saturn had it as a... <laughs> Capcom Generation 4. It was also on the PlayStation 2 and 3. The IBM PC, the Amstrad CPC, which again sounds like a friggin' tank rocket. Yeah. And the ZX Spectrum, which sounds like the... Which sounds like the... (coughs) 
Which sounds like the Russian answer to the uh, Star Wars laser defense. Also, I love how for this game and the other game, both of them are on the armed strand PC, P- C- CPC, whatever the fuck that stupid shit is. And also the ZX Spectrum. The ZX Spectrum sounds like something that you would, uh, like if you found a fucking fish that like sees in a different color of light, you're like, oh yeah, it just uses the ZX Spectrum to fucking find its prey. I don't know, I, I think you would like the display on this because it says here in the Wikipedia the display graphics are Rastar graphics. Rastar. Rastar graphics. Everything is just blue, black, and or green, red, and black. Those are your <laughs> options. Nobody's, everybody's got dreadlocks. Yeah. Hey, Bubba Clot, what you doing trying to make the Babylon to the Wild Wild West? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love you. I'm never going to get tired of doing this podcast, even when nobody's listening to us anymore because of how retarded we are. One day, I think we're going to have to edit some of that. You can't say retarded on a podcast anymore. That's not a thing. Oh my gosh. Well, leave it in. Fuck them. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm actually... Like, a racist would not be as precise in their impressions <laughs> as me. Okay? Yeah, racism. My accuracy comes from respect, <laughs> yeah. diligence, repetition, and paying attention. That's true. Racism, you know, racism is just pure ignorance in, in a slur. So, you know, you make a good point in that sense. It would be racist if I wasn't so accurate. That's right. There That's we go. Right. That's very true. But anyway, continuing on with our terrible okay, fucking so lives. <laughs> unlike our, uh, unlike, unlike our, our poor chef... Way. This Billy Bob guy, he uh, he strolls into town, and he's taking on guys. Can you tell us who he uh, fights? Well, in the original, he fights uh, six people called Master, Ninja, Cutter, Wolf Chief, Los Porblo, Porblo, Los Pueblo, Los Pueblo, <laughs> Los and, Pubo, and Fat Man. <laughs> But once they, call was... him, they call him Pubo because he's just got short, curly hair. <laughs> and he's got, like, wrinkly, leathery skin. The, the curliest little greasy mustache. <laughs> and uh, so that was for the original version, but once it was ported uh, there to was the only, uh, NES... Yeah, there was ten bosses. Yeah. And only six of them made... Made the cut when it got ported. So for some reason, uh, they changed the... Well, not for some reason. I guess they changed the names from... Um, Where'd it go? Master's name was changed to Bandit Bill. Wolf Chief was changed to Devil Hawk, which I don't understand how that's any less offensive. Fat Man was changed to Fat Man Joe, <laughs> which, awesome, upgrade. And Los Porblo was changed to I, 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 I love his first single. What? Fat, little, lo, los, like, Fat Man Joe, or... Oh, okay, I got, <laughs> you're making a rapper. Yeah. Well, just for the reference that Mike's throwing away here... Um, it's a knockoff of Pig Joe, who is another villain from some other game that I don't give a fuck about at this moment. Oh, and Los Pubo was changed to Wingate. Yeah, I said that. Oh. Yeah, he's the big boss dickhead. So then you gotta fight him twice, because of course, it's an old game and they didn't have any other option. So you fight him first, and it's actually his doppelganger, and then you fight him again, and it's the real dude, but he comes back with a slightly faster gun. I don't know if you noticed that, but... I accidentally uh, saved on the first part, and then when I got to the second part, I went back to go fight him, and uh, I hit my save thing, and the gun was definitely slower fighting the first guy. Like, the, just the rate that he can fire at. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's weird. And I thought that it was lagging, but as soon as I got to killing him for the first time, 
his buddy comes out and it's a real guy and he's got a faster gun for sure. Yeah. So that's the funny thing. And also the machine gun upgrade in this really isn't an upgrade. It's just using the regular gun on a turbo. So every time Mike and I are using turbo, we're just upgrading to the machine gun regardless. <laughs> so. Oh man, did you try the machine gun on turbo? It didn't do anything different. Oh, so it peaks. Yeah, it's just, that's what it is. It's full tits once a year. That's all it is. Turbo is full That would have been great. You just, like, get, like, a fucking bullet laser. Yeah, just a wall of bullet. Just pure lead. But, yeah, they even have a soundtrack in this game, which is crazy because it's so old. Um, but for... Yeah, one of the first games, and it had a, uh, well, like, a a 30-second soundtrack. Yeah, for the opening, uh, it's called Opening BMG, and then the introduction, you get rounds one, four, seven, Background music. Yeah, is the tracks. What do you mean, what? Oh, main background music. Oh, clear BGM, background music. I get you. I thought that was just a fucking producer's name or some dumb shit. Main background music. The um, you get the boss music. <laughs> it was get... just it was just a it was just a secret uh, music producer who's in the closet. So it's just yeah. like I'm gonna yeah, give them my initials, Big Gay Man. <laughs> but you know it's the it's the, it's the Reagan eighty, so I can't like come out. Yeah, but can't, yeah, can't, this is my way of letting everybody know. Yeah. The big gay man made this, making this music. Yeah, all in caps. The Elton John of the NES circuit. Oh, apparently there's two background music samples. Uh, two unused. Wow. That's interesting. But yeah, so that's, you know, like obviously other games had their sound effects and stuff, but this one actually has a genuine track list. Yep, and uh, funny enough, they changed, did we mention the changes to the boss's appearances? Uh, we didn't actually say no, uh... You want to take that? Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Bandit Bill, who was master, now wears a red shirt and jeans in his wanted poster. It uh, doesn't say what he wore before. Yeah. Cutter now wears a baggy blue sleeveless shirt and red pants. Ninja wears a purple ninja outfit with no mask and sports a ponytail. And he shoots shurikens that split into four darts. Uh, Devil Hawk is now shirtless and uses fireballs as his weapon. And Fat Man Joe is an armored plate and uses a bomb gun. Because, again, the 1800s... Bomb guns. Bomb guns. Smart bombs. I don't know. Fuck it. I don't know how these people are even using these weapons. Like, one dude just straight up throws fucking fireballs. And the Famicom, the Famicom disc version features several differences. This game, like other FDS games, features load times. A cartridge with load times. That's a feature, though. That's the best part. Yeah. It's a fucking feature. (laughs) How good? Can I have more load times, please? If I don't get another game from this same fucking franchise and I don't get more load times the next time around I'm going to be having a fit yeah. if I'm not spending my time waiting and actually playing this game <laughs> heads are going to fucking roll there's something wrong I remember when Tony Hawk I think we had we, we I'm pretty sure we had this fucking conversation in like one of our last episodes but when Tony Hawk American Wasteland came out and they were like no loading screens I lost my goddamn shit it can be done it's amazing they're like yeah you just go into this part and then you just skate down the longest hallway and by the time you get to the other side you're in a different place how fucking difficult. It's genius. Yeah. I love it. No other game has done it they since. They could just engage you during the loading times. I'm fucking furious. Like, oh man, I remember Dragon Ball Z, Budokai 2, Booty Call 3, <laughs> Booty Call Backdoor Ninjas, <laughs> Seven Balls and a Dragon. I remember that game, and it, like they give you a little Dragon Ball finder to just fiddle with during the loading screen. And I was like, well, that's interesting. You know, uh, what was uh, uh, Bayonetta did the best one, I think. Seems how we're having a tangent about loading screens. Bayonetta's loading screen is you get to use all of your fighting abilities at full tits. Like yeah, your, it's your basically bars it's, maxed. Yeah, it's a you, tutorial. It's a tutorial level, yeah. So you, and you can see the buttons that you're pushing. And yeah, it tells practice, you the direction. Yeah, just practice level. It's fantastic. 
Do yeah. more good loading levels. All the game designers who definitely listen to our podcast. You aspiring little eggheads. Get out there and do it. Oh, we're, oh, we're past 420. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, apparently it says here, uh, the Wingates in the game are a gang instead of a family of what seems to be two sons and a father. Now, how can there be ten bosses if it's a family of just... I have two sons and a father. My mind's being blown about that. Uh, maybe it's like the du- the doubles again, because that's, that's still six. But like, so everybody know. everybody has a double. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's a genetic thing. Maybe that's the old west for you. Yeah. I mean, the old west was an unsafe un- unsafe place. I'd rather have a doppelganger to catch dysentery for me all the time. Yeah, and everybody's got doubles because like no rubbers. So. Yeah, that's true. So everybody's just making babies. Yeah. Well, uh, I did beat this game, as did you. Yeah. I, uh, I smoked was... this game. It took me, like, maybe four... A gun dot smoked this game. A gun dot smoked this game. A done gun. Yeah, I think it probably took me, like, 45 minutes or something like that, and I was kind of upset. I thought there was going to be, like, a next level, and then there wasn't. And do you remember if there was, like, a, an ending scene? I don't even remember. Yeah. It says, like, the mysterious stranger, uh... Oh, he goes back Left. to the sunset. Yeah, yeah. yeah the mysterious stranger like, walks back into the sunset. Yeah, like Clint Eastwood style. You see him with his poncho and his gun, and he's like tipping his hat, I think. And you can just see the sunset on behind him. Or yeah. Something. And the, and in the Nintendo version, at least in the American version, his name isn't uh, Beery Bob. <laughs> Beery Bob. It is just like the the stranger from the sunset. Yeah, the stranger from he, the he sunset. Wrote, he, he rode into town from the sunset, rode yeah. back into the sunset. It's Ro- like rides back. Also, <laughs> I have to go back. My home planet needs me. Yeah, like <laughs> if, if he's just a dude, the, stra- just... the stranger died on his way to on the way to his <laughs> home planet. <laughs> the stranger never made it back home. But like, like okay, so I get, man, if he's from another town and he's just a badass and he rides into this town to I don't know get fur or whatever the fuck they traded back then. Um, <laughs> that's what they call getting laid back then. Yeah, that's what they call because going nobody, to a brothel. Nobody shaves. Nobody shaves. So, shaves, so it's, it's trading furs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to trade some fur today. I'm, go, I'm going. I'm going to Miss Kitty's house to do some fur trading. <laughs> so basically, uh, for whatever reason, I guess all I guess all those pubic hairs would intertwine like Velcro. Yeah, so. exactly. You get all stuck up in there, and everything gets all sticky. Yeah. So trade fur trading. There we go. We yeah. just figured out a western. We just figured out a western phrase for fucking. Yes. Yes, we sure did. <laughs> like a whole fifteen or eighteen seconds ago. Um, hey, fuck, I, what was I gonna say now, Mike? God damn it! <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, so the, what kind of idiot though goes into town? 
from okay, so like he's heading he's heading east. His town's on the west. He comes in, everybody sees him, sunsets behind him, cool, sets up a nice little like image for the town. He beats everybody's ass, and then instead of continuing to the east, he turns around and goes back. Well that would be going to the sunrise if he came from the sunset, wouldn't it? But like if you're okay, he's going to the east, it doesn't matter what the fuck time of day it is, that they just know that because the sun's behind him. Well, if then he's, he's done what he's doing. If he's in why Cal- did he not continue on his fucking adventure? He just turns around and says, screw it. I'm maybe, going back to my shack to jerk off now that I'm done killing all these dudes. Maybe it's because he's on the East Coast and following the sunset means going into the fucking water. Possible. <laughs> I guess so. If, I he's, on, if played... he's on an oceanside town, then he's just like, okay, fuck it, and turn him back. <laughs> I recently if, played if, a game of been, chess. It would have been impressive if I went off into the sunset, but my horse and I are going to drown. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're just going to head it back and... I, I recently roll into played a game of chess where I tried to defeat the guy by maneuvering my king Pac-Man style off the board onto the other side of the board. <laughs> and he didn't want to let that fly. And I was like, why the fuck not? It's just like when you travel. He's like, that's that's not how that works. I'm like, you can't prove this earth's not flat. It's wormhole theory. Come on. Flat earthers. Get with them. <laughs> they might not know much, but they know that the so, earth is flat. Uh, I'd have to say for substitutions... For uh, Load Runner, no, I wouldn't want to play a game like that. I mean, like, I- I'm done with my Atari games. Like, there's plenty of Nintendo and Super Nintendo games to catch my interest, so I won't be playing a game like that. But for uh, Gunsmoke, there are plenty of games like this that we have like we have played and enjoyed yeah. on yes, the Nintendo, yes. Super Nintendo. Yeah. Like, plenty of overhead shooters. So, for substitutions, I would say 1943, I've which, never which is like 1942. That, but I did play Commando. Um, which is all right. I'm not a fan of the over the head genre. That's why I kind of. It's not my biggest cup of tea, but I really enjoyed 1943, 1942 because it was just like good power ups, good, like great engaging bosses. So it was just basically this, but better. Yeah, I think if uh, if Mike twists my rubber arm any harder, I might just play 1943 for giggles. But yeah. Is it 43 or 42? There's two. Oh. There's 1942 and 1943. So I like 1943 a little bit better. Yeah. It's like one's a little bit better than the other, like a little more versatile, upgraded. Like it's How do I know it's not an over-the-shoulder or above-the-camera the view? It's of an like over-the-shoulder like, boulder holder. I was going to say a behind-the-camera the guy of like a dude just trying to run a barbershop in 1942. <laughs> I don't know that. It's just called 1942. Maybe he's a lawyer and you just sit by a desk and you just watch from above his head as he stamps papers all fucking day. Boy, it sure is lonely with all the men oh, gone. Oh, shit. Side note for all our listeners, there is a fucking game out. can't remember what it's called, but basically it's a PC game. I think it's on Steam. And the idea is you're a border security. Papers, pl- yeah, papers, please. Yes. Oh, my God. I want to play that. It looks like terribly. Amazing. Oh my De- god! It looks so depressing. Yes. Oh, I want to be depressed so hard. It's like I can ruin people's lives, destabilize the security of my country. Oh, I will always go home feeling like I failed something. <laughs> I will feel my soul get shaved away. Day okay, so by day. this is the game that I suggest as a substitute for Gun Smoke. Is papers, please. Papers, please. <laughs> something. Compl- you just because sub- it's like part of the part of the part of the, the whole thing is you just are supposed to be related. It. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> Listen, listeners, if you got a better relation, please tell us because we love your fucking feedback, and uh, anything is welcome. The more, the merrier. Suck it. <laughs> I, I thought we, of the right of good things your, to say. We want your help. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I was on a roll and I ran into good things to say, so I had to just fill. <laughs> 
suck it. Uh, suck it. That's Brandon's closer. Yeah, if you don't like it, that's unfortunate. But for now, the kitchen is closed. This is Mike. Hey, listeners, this is Brandon. <laughs> and uh, even though we're having a lot of fun playing these games, uh, we're both taking on new jobs, full-time jobs. Full-time jobs. We're Which... getting sick and goddamn tired of these NES games. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, that is that is not true. We just are sick and tired of not having the time to play these games. So, while we do want to put out the taste test on a, uh, on a better schedule i think we can only do uh i think we both agreed we can only do two episodes a month so like either like like the first and the 15th of each month basically what mike's Mike's trying to say here is that we're going to be taking the 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 show down to just two episodes a month so it'll be coming out every two weeks we're not sure exactly what days yet but once we get our schedules more uh set in stone because i'm going to be changing from the one seasonal job that I was working as a cook, if uh, any of our listeners really follow what the fuck we do on the side. They, uh, they're going to, whether they like it or not. They get to. They get to now. Then they do like it. It's because I said so. So they, they're, those, those are your options, listeners. Just fucking <laughs> click yes and you're fine. Anyway, <laughs> more importantly, we're switching down. Uh, we're going to change up the gears a little bit and we're going to bring you two episodes a month. And it means that me and Mike will have more time to play around and hopefully get really sick content out to you guys. Yeah. And it'll also give us time to play like some longer RPGs, like the ones that uh, John and Noel absolutely fucking refuse to touch or even talk about. Exactly. That we've we've covered briefly in the Playing With Powers. It gives us uh, also an opportunity to allow you guys to pick some of the games that we're going to play, which we are very grateful for because... I'm honestly getting sick and tired of just picking random games that I used to play all the time. I want to hear what you guys want us to suffer or enjoy. Yeah, which is why we've released the poll on the Facebook page, the facebook.com slash podcast for all of our listeners who somehow found out of us outside of Facebook. <laughs> which would be kind of amazing, but we're very proud of you either way. Yep, so we have a poll there so all of our listeners can wrest control from us yeah. and slightly alter... The course of our gaming progress. You will be selecting our next menu. So we have four games available on each poll, and they're going to be ranging between the available uh, retro emulators that I well that we together can can cobble together, I guess. Yeah. And like, uh, uh, so this week's poll will be between the SNES, the Game Boy Color, Sega, the Sega, and the Game Boy Advance. Uh, Game Boy Advanced. The games are kind of in the air still, but you'll see them as soon as the post goes yeah. up. For this year, for this uh, month, in celebration of the uh, the bukkake <laughs> that's happened outside, <laughs> we're going to be celebrating the uh, the wonderful white world oh, of winter. Yeah, it's winter in, here in, in games that feature and snow, Christmas, tits. So we want <laughs> you guys to suffer with us. So we're going to get you guys to pick a, a winter-themed game, not what, necessarily Christmas. What game are we going to chill with? What whatever. game are we chilling with? Yeah, maybe we'll try to find some like uh, sweet movie uh, fucking games that got like you know moved over. I think Home Alone is probably an option we'll have to look into, but we'll see. we got to save something for next year. 
Because yeah. we plan to be here for a while. Well, we're going to be here next year, and if we aren't, then well. Speaking of Bukaki, we can't afford to blow our load all in one yeah, in first year. Yeah, that's the case, too. we got to right? pace so, ourselves. We're going to give you guys a nice little selection of four games to choose from, and uh, each will represent a console, and uh, you guys will get to pick. So look forward to that, and we look forward to hearing from you guys. And you don't have to worry if your game doesn't get picked. Whatever game we don't play, we will eventually play. Basically, you just decide. Oh, yeah, we're happy to recycle ideas. We'll just keep reusing the same garbage over and over. Especially if we want to play a game. Yeah, actually. And we're kind of like nudging it. That's the case. Mike really wants me to play Zelda, so if anybody fucking votes for Zelda, I swear to God. I'm not kidding. I will find you through Facebook, and I will adjust your temperament personally. <laughs> so so take that as a warning or a greeting, however you choose. Remember, I'm Canadian, so fuck. A second ending to this episode in which Brandon has gotten hostile towards the listeners. <laughs> the listeners, they love it. They love a little hostility. A little slap in the face, a little... A little, like, spit uh, in the eye. Look who they voted for. Yeah, that's it, too. I mean... I'm look, not... look who our American listeners voted for. They obviously want a guy that will grab them by the box and just... <laughs> grab them right by the pussy and just show them what they need. Show, because... them, show them what a man needs to show them. Because <laughs> clearly that's all that they can... That's what they asked for. That's what they asked for. Right? You asked for it. I mean, I didn't vote, but also we don't live there. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to. Yay! Yay, yeah. Canada! Fill the wall. <laughs> Build okay. out of snow. It'll never fall. We can now. Yep. Okay, bye. Thank you. I'll take. Well, now that dang Wingate's gang is comfortably taken care of, it's just now... Uh, oh, man. did You you didn't even like allude to there being a stranger with them, did you? As a deputy. No, that would be a surprise. Like, you missed one. Oh, then okay. I'll just announce myself. Okay, so... Let's enter. Oh, that's that's where you enter the Wilhelm. <laughs> the Wilhelm is so good. I'm not gonna put in that. You're gonna do no, it yourself. Don't put. No, you have my Wilhelm. I got like your. I got your attempts at Wilhelm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We gotta keep that consistent. That's part of the okay. backstory of the podcast. People are gonna listen to that Wilhelm every time. They're gonna wait for it. But, yeah, the classic. Okay, so is this? Oh, I was editable. To, yeah, I'm gonna like trim it all down. And... Okay, I have faith in you, but there's a lot of <laughs> talk. Oh, you're gonna learn this thing is all I need to put you in the dirt, boy. <laughs> you're supposed to. We well, gotta kind of measure how deep the hole is. No, but it's six feet under is just a, a, right. a western thing, and then right. and then we can both go draw. Howdy, stranger. What can I get you today? Nothing. We we all got robbed. Oh, deputy, what's the matter? Am I the stranger or the deputy? You can be whatever you want to be, Mike. <laughs> you can be whatever you want. I was going to say, oh, you deputy, what can I get you? What? Did you I? said, yeah, you said howdy, stranger. Yeah, howdy, stranger. Like, I didn't recognize you, and then you started talking, and then I could, like, looked up from my glass or whatever. <laughs> okay, so. You can be the stranger or the deputy. Do you want to be the deputy? We can you can be like, it. howdy, deputy, what can I get you today? Okay? Yeah, like, it was, howdy. <laughs> Howdy, deputy. <laughs> Let me just. I'm gonna just. Which whistle? Wet my whistle. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for you. I thought you were gonna have to come in after. Anyway. No, it's, I, can, I can snip that. Yeah, I know. That's the whole. Yeah, anyway. 
I guess I'll go out. I was waiting for you to prompt me. Faster than you can say. Draw! Draw! <laughs> <laughs>